Welcome everyone to another episode of the Good Milf Podcast. Good Milf Podcast with your host Krista. It's fucking wild. All right. Hello, everyone. We are here today with MMA coach, fighter, and podcaster, Josh Thomas. Hey, boo. How are you? I am holding it together. How are you? Good, good. (laughs) I feel like I've been watching you from a distance. That sounds so creepy. I'm sorry. Like just on Instagram, just like I mean on Instagram, you know, like how that's the only way, you know, like people stay connected nowadays. Yeah, no, I, I've done the same. I've been keeping up and I have, I'm like subscribed to you on everything. So like your podcast pop up and I'm like, that's my homie. <laughs> I know, right? Same, same, same. I love when that shit happens. Uh, but what's been new with you? Anything cool? I moved from Michigan back to Virginia. Um, and right now, my hop, si- skip, jump away from me. I, tr- I tried to, um, I acted like I didn't know where, that you were here, but shit fuck it well i already knew you were in virginia (laughs) but i calculated it and it's like a fucking eight hour ride i was like yeah it's like the same distance like when i was in florida yeah exactly that's what i'm saying i was like holy shit and you're still in the state of virginia yeah virginia's big as fuck though yeah i never realized that either i never realized and you know what i didn't know this that where i live the weston is the tallest building in the whole fucking state oh word i could have sworn there is like other buildings in the state of virginia that are taller oh yeah well we're the meth capital are we no i am like well not me not me particularly (laughs) but but like this area yeah this is like do you remember in like 2000 like five like when meth blew up like it blew up like down here like it started like really heavy yeah, through here we were like the math capital of the world for a while. Are you guys really woodsy, like mountain yeah. areas? Okay, I remember watching um like a Dateline 2020 about I think they were making meth and she was like making it in a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, yeah, shake and bake. Yeah, that shit yeah, was crazy. Yeah, she like put remember- it back. Like she showed it on the fucking TV. What? How to make meth? I was like, Jesus fuck. Good thing I don't really want to try it, but you know. I remember growing up, like my parents ran this hotel and we had a dude overdose i was like 12 years old and me and my dad were like cleaning rooms and and like he had like barricaded the door shut so we were like what the fuck so we had this like little, this little tool for like when people would do that we could just like slide it and like um, undo the, the deadbolt or whatever and uh so we went in and he was like face down in the bed and i was like what the fuck and uh my dad was like kicking him he's like hey buddy you gotta get up you gotta go hey 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 and the guy never answers my dad was like what the fuck my dad rolled him over and he was like covered in like shit where he had overdosed and he died and wow uh, how old were you like fucking 12 jesus and so after that i'm not like told too many people this so after that uh we had to do this fucking class where it was like because like my parents ran this hotel for like uh like some people they knew sorry i don't know if you can hear my nieces Uh, so my sister my nieces live with me that's like new Um, oh yeah it's super cool i'm surrounded by women i was about to say that aren't you surrounded by women i was like that's awesome and then my daughter too my daughter's getting so sassy but uh oh but no so um they so my parents ran this hotel so they done a class it was like me my mom my dad i'm like fucking 12 me my mom my dad uh, my aunt worked for us at the time and then we had two other employees that that worked there and we all had to do this fucking class 
where they like taught like how to identify meth, like what to do, like what? all this shit. And I'm like 12 years old. Yeah. That Crazy is shit. gnarly. Well, at least yeah. you can always catch a meth head beforehand. I'm getting to the what? point too where I'm I'm outing them too. Like it's like I know this sounds bad, but like like I, I've done martial arts like my whole life. So like obviously like I'm not afraid of like the common tweaker. But like motherfuckers I went to school with, like I'll see them at gas stations, like they'll be like missing all their teeth and shit. I'll be like, damn, you on that meth? And like they get so upset, but I'm like, bro, but like, I mean, what yeah, you, it's the truth what though. You, yeah. Like, oh, it's like a public, public shaming. I don't know if meth people are on dating apps, but um, so if for some reason I was gonna go on a date, I wanted to make sure they weren't a meth head. What are my red flags? Uh yeah. Oh, so the skin, like right off the bat, like the skin, like they'll have like pick marks like where they pick their skin and shit and like normally it's on their face like sores uh-huh arms uh track Ooh. marks because you can shoot meth which by the way for anybody listening needles are my biggest fucking pet peeve and if you're an iv drug user and you throw your needles down i hope you burn in hell like that is my biggest fucking pet peeve. yeah that's but, fucking nasty um so their skin like their skin takes a fucking beating and then their teeth too i guess what where you uh inhale through a pipe i guess all the shit that's in that hitting your teeth Okay. annihilates like your front i guess like your front eight i guess would would be the ones because so i ran into this kid i went to high school with the other day uh i don't mean like out him like this but he was missing like a majority of like the front eight like the four on top four on bottom and i was like damn bro like what's been going on with you and he's like man i hit i hit hard times and i was like fuck yeah i can tell bro like damn <laughs> like, i mean like <laughs> I'm I'm the guy like I know it sounds bad like if you're like let me just back up like I've been I've been an addict like fucking years not meth but you know I was an alcoholic and and um I'm like Cali sober now where like I smoke weed but like other than that like I'm I'm straight but um I don't have any sympathy like I know that sounds bad but I just don't have any sympathy for it like I've watched a lot of members of my family go through it like I went through it with alcohol like I just I don't give you any sympathy like oh you hit hard times damn well do better bye like, damn i you know that's fucking true man like people fuck, are gonna like, judge me for that but like but i mean I would you can rather... only help people that want to help themselves you know like you can keep giving and giving but if they don't want to get better either you're just like like wait basically wasting that energy yeah and like like i said like i I seen it with like people close to me and if i didn't see it with people close to me i probably like i'd be maybe um like maybe i'd be like sympathetic about it or empathetic who knows but like i'm i'm not i went through it with alcohol i know alcohol is not anything comparable to meth but i was at the point where like i was a daily drinker all day every day like addiction's addiction at the end of the day so yeah i talked about that on my last episode essentially it was basically how um like when you're in love the when your brain that. yeah you, like the stuff in your brain that the chemicals the is this yeah like every the, the things that light up is the same thing as an addiction to something and so yeah we were i was talking about that last episode so that's wild that you bring that up now um well, I, I cheated because i listened to the last episode oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah, what are you listening i was like yeah go off but <laughs> But no, like, like I said, people are going to think I'm an asshole or people are going to think I'm a dick. But I mean, I watched this show on YouTube and uh, it's probably my favorite thing on YouTube. It's called Soft White Underbelly. Have you ever seen it? No, I'm going to write it down here on my notes right here. Soft. This, what is it? Guy, soft. Soft White Underbelly. 
Okay. So this guy named Mark Lacia goes to Skid Row and he interviews addicts, prostitutes, homeless people, et cetera. And he gets their story. And a lot of these people you truly do feel bad for. Like a lot of them have traumatic uh, childhoods or, or tra- traumatic upbringings. And that's like, that's, that's something like it sucks. Like, uh, you know, if you're going through shit or you've been through shit, like that's one thing. But I watched motherfuckers that I grew up with that I knew had a great childhood go through it. And that's where I'm just like, no, like, fuck that. Like we grew up on the same street uh, or like we went to the same school. Like I was spending weekends at your house growing up. Like, you know what I mean? You were spending weekends at mine, like whatever. Like I know these fucking people like family and they're just different now. So like fuck it like i don't have any sympathy like get help or like if you want to get help that's one thing and like i hope i'll I'll do whatever i can for you like i'm in a position now where i can kind of like employ people but like if you don't want help like fuck you like yeah like yeah it's the same thing like you got they got to meet you whoever you know any kind of partnership relationship they got to meet you halfway 100 percent. you know yeah yeah that's i didn't mean to make this shit dark no i feel like i I I was like i was like ooh, this is going down a hole (laughs) I've been going off lately. But no, I totally I'm sorry. get we what can, you mean. We no, can jump back okay. on. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. What were we talking about? Dating. The Oh, yeah, the meth. Oh, yeah, yeah, the meth red flags. Okay, maybe not such of an extreme one. Maybe a less extreme red flag. That, like, if you think about it, you're like, it's pretty across the board with um, meth heads. Would twitchy work? Like, because they're always like, like twitchy. What do you mean? Like, uh, like. Like, uh, like looking, like always looking everywhere in the room, like always jittering and shit. Like, oh, uh, like jittery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like uh, uncomfortable. So what is that? Three right there. That's three like yeah. skin, teeth, jittery. Yeah. Skin, um, teeth and jittery. Okay. I'd say flaky too. Like if, if uh, you guys keep having to reschedule for some shit. Damn. Yeah. So I, I, now I, now, now all I'm going to think when a guy wants to fucking reschedule a hinge date is that he's a meth head <laughs> i ain't never met a meth head with a watch that's all i'm saying <laughs> you know so they ain't got a rolex or a timex they're like oh gotta go like nah. yeah literally every yeah any any guy that flakes on me he's gonna be automatically i used to say he i was like dead like he died <laughs> but now i'm gonna say he, oh shit he's a meth addict oh it's yeah okay oh uh, yep yep he probably missing a tooth yep yeah that's that's my new one yo i've i was been binge watching catfish oh hell yeah and i noticed there's like two very distinct characteristics of being catfished or being a catfisher one is the eyebrows so a lot of the people their eyebrows are too far apart <laughs> right here there's too much that's- space here literally every other episode was like that or the person had just like unnatural eyebrow shape but they made it that way you know what i'm saying you, you mean to tell me when a baby's born and the doctor's like oh what a beautiful boy the mom's like nope he a catfish look at him eyebrows <laughs> yes <laughs> damn that and the other one is they live in a rural area I'm going to say, first off, kudos to you for picking up on like little bitty synchronicity because there's a lot of episodes of Catfish. And for you to make that assessment, that is very impressive. Like, I watched a lot of episodes. That is very impressive. I, well, I feel like I've watched everything on the fucking internet. 
So like yeah, same. At, well, like Netflix, Hulu, like Prime, like yeah. the basics, HBO. Like I rewatched Sex in the City. I rewatched. I'm well, I just watched the new Vikings. Did you were you ever into Vikings? Yeah, I was into it for a little bit. They have a new one, um, Valhalla, Vikings Valhalla. It's like a hundred years after um, I seen that, yeah. The last one. It was pretty good. I liked it. Would you recommend already, it or no? I already finished it. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. Have you watched Euphoria? No, everyone keeps talking about this show and I have no idea what this is. You know what I've been watching? Cause I I'm with you. Like I feel like I've watched the entirety of the internet. Um, this is like really morbid for me to say. And people are gonna be like, wow, this dude's fucking weird. I watched <laughs> To Catch a Predator <laughs> religiously. Oh my god, that oh my god. Well, yeah, no, I like seeing that shit too. Like to catch so, well the predator and the cheater ones. Okay, so if you're into To Catch a Predator, Chris Hansen has a podcast. So not only do I watch the shit, like I watch Chris Hansen. And he always has like these witty little zingers. He's like, he like, does have little zingers. He does. This have motherfucker zingers. came in with pizza one time. He's like, while you're enjoying your slice, why don't you have a seat? And I was like, fuck, like you just fucking threw down the gauntlet. Or they're always eating cookies, right? The the decoy always leaves cookies. Or it, maybe it was a Tetrid thing when they used Tetrid because uh, Chris Hansen used like multiple different companies. Um, uh-huh. So. He used perverted justice. Them motherfuckers didn't leave out cookies, but Tetrid used to leave out cookies. And every predator would come in and they start eating the fucking cookies. And he'd be like, Would you like some milk with those cookies? And they're like, Oh shit, that's Chris Hansen. Wow. But Chris Hansen has a podcast where he like does the behind the scenes shit. So uh-huh. I watch, I watch to catch a predator, and then I'll go listen to the episode that correlates <laughs> with it so I can hear the behind the scenes shit. I know it sounds fucked up, but like that I used to do that with, I think, was it Game of Thrones had that where they had an episode, oh, yeah. and then after the episode, they talked about the episode. Yeah, I did that I, with uh, Game of Thrones. My brother, you know, Scotty, you've met Scotty before. Mm-hmm. Well, got virtually, addicted. yeah. Yeah, virtually. Got addicted to Game of Thrones. So I, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, you got to check this out. I was like, maybe three seasons deep. I was like, yeah, you got to check this out motherfucker got hbo max or whatever and fucking lapped me and he's like bruh this is the greatest show ever ever i was like dude it's good isn't it and he just starts spoiling fucking everything oh what a bitch he didn't know he had no idea i was like bro what have you done but to be fair i spoiled breaking bad and sons of anarchy for (laughs) him on purpose i would have done the same thing he did then yep i would spoil it all yep what's that fucking show they'll have like actors in like a public area and they'll act out uh some kind of ethical dilemma oh no god this is gonna kill me now can i make a confession oh yeah what's your confession when i worked for the highway in florida um which i don't work there anymore so i can just tell i can talk all my shit now i got wrote the fuck up for confronting a skinhead in taco bell during my lunch break what because he was being rude to the little woman behind the counter and uh I, like it got kind of heated so i was like jump motherfucker like he was like i've been to prison i was like oh you you proud of that like, <laughs> <the fuck?" laughs> and uh i was like well do something then do something so uh he was asked to leave right and my boss was in the parking lot and just pretty much watched the whole thing happen and i got wrote up because That's i was stupid as fuck because I wasn't acting accordingly with my work uniform on. Yeah. I got in trouble for that. 
I can talk about even, it now because I don't work there anymore. But yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Like whoever wrote you up, they're fucking stupid. It was a Puerto Rican too. I was like, <laughs> bruh. I was like, bruh. Someone probably told to, told him to write you up because I, I like I don't what the fuck. I was like in a foot over hand kind of way. I was defending you too, dog. Like <laughs> Jesus, like yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, this is gonna kill me. That I I know you you've had to have seen this before. At least a clip of it of something um, hidden camera show. That's what it is. It's a hidden camera show. I I have no idea what you're talking about. What channel is it on? Oh, it's called Prime Time. What would you do? Okay, yay! Uh, I found it. How did you find them on TV or TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I watched. No, no, no. Um, I've seen it on TV. I love this fucking show um prime time what would you do let me find a good one on here i love this shit every day we see things and it's not always pretty people crossing the line what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's funny as fuck oh wow i feel like so i do have this rule where like Unless somebody's getting offended or somebody's getting hurt, I mind my own fucking business. Like, 100%. Yeah. So, like, I seen, like, one of the clips was, like, that moving guy just, like, chucked the vase. I mean, it ain't my vase. And nobody got (laughs) hurt. Nobody's nobody's getting offended. Like, I'm just going to keep walking because. Facts. Yes. in In 2022, I think one of the biggest problems we have, and this is, like, oof, we getting deep. I feel like one of the biggest problems we have as humans is we can't mind our own fucking business. That's why, like, um, you ever listen to Burt Kreischer? Uh, I'm horrible with names. I'd have to see the, the face. He's the comedian. He done the machine bit. I Let am me the see. I think, is he the one with the shirt off all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he done this bit. Um, it was on a, a Netflix special. The special is called Hey Big Boy, right? Where he talks about every day him and this African-American barista had this inside joke. And they would both laugh every single day. But two white ladies in line one day behind him got offended. So people, so he called it secondhand, uh, being secondhand offended. I think that's the problem is too many people are like secondhand offended for shit that doesn't even have anything to do with them, for one. And for two, they just butt their nose in anything they can. And social media makes it so easy for people to be like, oh, I don't like that JT and Krista were hanging out with, let's say, Eric, right? I don't like that they're hanging out with it because I mean Eric is kind of you know that's my boy uh, who just recently joined the iPhone gang after I've been giving him shit. For oh, like finally, Jesus! Years. Let's say like somebody's like, oh, I don't like that they're hanging out with Eric, so they can literally just comment on one of our pictures, their opinion about Eric. Which yes, free speech, awesome, America. I love my guns, but why do we feel the need to use our free speech? every fucking chance we get it's just so negative like does that make sense or am i just like rambling no i mean it makes sense um i feel maybe if i don't know why those ladies would have said something maybe if they were going to maybe they should have asked yeah. the barista first like hey was that <laughs> like are you okay yeah but instead maybe. they 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 got mad at bert and i was like i was listening to it and i was like that's kind of it's kind of like our problem is everybody on social media feels like their opinion matters more than the next. So they're just like, let me put it out here. And I've done it too. Like I'm, I mean, you heard me five minutes into this podcast. I'm the first person to call people out on their bullshit. But yeah. Over social media, like 
I don't care. I don't feel yeah. the need to comment under every Trump or Biden supporters post and be like, you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. Well, that just means you're not a troll, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <true to> that. <laughs> so I think that's okay. Yeah. That you're not a troll, you know? So when it comes to minding your business or whatever, so I was walking um, on the strip in the ocean front um, you know, touristy area. And I was walking with friends, but we weren't all really walking together. We were kind of just like walking and I can see down one of the streets. I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but there was a guy and a girl like quiet yelling. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. angry whispering. Like they're upset with each other. Yeah. I didn't mind my business. I guess it was like his body posture that I didn't like. Yeah. And I, and I did yell down the street. I'm like, yo, y'all. Okay. This is not a good example. <laughs> no. no, but I get what you're saying though. Like every, I guess everybody's different. And but that's... like, yeah, but I mean, should, but like, th that's the thing no, though, that I, I didn't call the cops. Too. What should I have still called the cops though? Like, I don't see. That's the thing is because I always worry about like what might happen after the situation. With yeah, me exactly. Ends. Yeah. So that's yeah, I why don't I don't know either. Let me tell you when I first started minding my business is uh, I used to have this neighbor. She was a hardcore alcoholic and she beat the fucking brakes off of her baby daddy one night. And it's like, I'm going to say like two in the morning. I got to be at work at four. And he busted ass out of the driveway. And so they're yelling. They live across the street from me. Mm -hmm. And I have like a hill driveway in Florida. Right. So I can fucking hear them yelling, which is like loud as fuck. Right. So two in the morning, I got to be at work at four. So I just like marched my happy ass outside with my boxers. I literally just put boots on and just went outside. Like I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. And she was like, oh, you want some next? And I was like, damn, <laughs> she was ready. So he pulls out of the driveway. They had like this Bronco, like this beat up fucking Bronco. And I don't know how that thing still ran. Like you literally hear it sputtering like two miles down the road. And uh, so he throws it in reverse and I'm crossing the street. And he fucking clipped me with a mirror. And I was like, oh, fuck. And it didn't hurt, but it pissed me off because I was like, that was kind of intentional. So next thing I know, it's 3.30 in the fucking morning. The cops were called. I was After that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to mind my business after that. Like, she did whoop the fuck out of him. And then me getting on his shit, like, that probably didn't help. But I was like, damn, I didn't get the whole story until, like, the police got there. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's always... God, it's always like, what do you, what do we do? It's like, you're damned if you do. And you're damned if you don't, I guess, I don't know, man. I was damned if I didn't. Cause I was sitting in a police car at three 30 in the morning and just my underwear. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I <need to> laugh. <laughs> no, I mean, it's funny. Now looking back, like looking back, I can laugh my ass off. But at the time I was like, mm, I should just fucking stayed inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think, 2020. I think maybe, I don't know. So I'm trying to think of situations where what I did, like, so what, what my other neighbors fight, uh, used to fight a lot. It was like during quarantine, like when no one could go out, but so of yeah. course, you know, and I could hear them, but, um, it never got crazy or anything, but I did make sure they saw me sitting out there, yeah. you know, um, no, I, I, I never called that. the cops. Cause I never like seen, like, they were just like yelling at each other. Like it wasn't wild. You it wasn't know, like a like, domestic, like a domestic. Yeah, thing. no, they were yeah. just like talking shit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, I can't like. <laughs> Motherfucker, your dick's small. Yeah. <laughs> You're just trying to cut him down. Oh, shit. But um, I, I'm trying to think of something that, that maybe he said. I do remember 
him saying would, something like, you always do this. And I'm just like, Ooh, I wonder what it is. <laughs> I will say like, if I'm, if I'm walking down the street and like two cars hit each other and both the drivers get out and they're fine, I'm going to just keep walking. Yeah. Like, same. Me too. Like I got shit to do too. Like if they're fine yeah. and okay and no one's fucking acting weird, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like I'll mind my business, but like, let's say like one person doesn't get out of the vehicle. That's when I'm going to be like, all right, I should probably go over. And yeah. Someone needs to check up yeah. on that the other one yeah. yeah i ain't gonna touch you like if y'all fucked up i ain't gonna touch you because i ain't a medic but i'll pray for you <laughs> i'll call i'll call 911 and i'll pray for you that's all i'm gonna do like i'm cpr no, there's first a good aid samaritan but... law they have a good yeah. samaritan law you can't sue someone if they fucked you up when they were trying to resuscitate you you ever got the homelick no i've never gotten the heimlich i got my ribs broke getting the homelick one time what yeah and same i'd have been like yo i'd have fucking sued your ass if i wasn't like almost dead you know what i mean that's crazy i guess like they told me like they told me word for word that if you do it right that should happen almost every time I don't damn know. i'm thinking this mr heimlich was a dick but <laughs> i'll fucking bear hug that mother damn yeah Oh, that's scary. Imagine having to do the Heimlich to yourself. But that's Samaritan's crazy. Law makes sense in that case because like, what am I going to do get mad? You saved my fucking life. I guess people have sued. Maybe that's probably why they made the law. We got to look yeah. it up. Let's look it up real fast. I know all your listeners are going to be like, yo, if that motherfucker was choking, I'm definitely not saving him after hearing him go in on meth heads and internet trolls. They're going to let me, they're going to let me choke for sure. Oh, it's the protection is tended to reduce bystanders hesitation to assist or wrongful death. Maybe that's the one. Okay. Yeah. That's probably the one right there. Wrongful death. I'd imagine too, like you're kind of in the way if like, let's say like, um, fuck what are they called the life-saving crew like if life-saving crew shows up and you're like trying to fucking work on somebody like you're in the way at that point so i oh, guess it yeah. kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, get back the fuck up homie yeah there's like a law for everything now though i know right eric was talking about uh like shitting in his front yard one time in front of all of his neighbors like there's a law against that now you know what i mean like oh eric was telling so me if your story. neighbors aren't watching is it legal I don't know. Eric was telling me this story one time. He thought he he thought he was just gonna like pull his pants down and just like fart, but instead he just like sprayed his parents' garden with all of his neighbors watching. And then yeah. And I was just thinking, like, that's illegal now too. Shit left in them all the time. That's what I was worried about. Well, getting something Weird. left inside of you. Yeah, when I had my surgery for uh my ankle, yeah, I was like worried somebody's gonna leave something in there. Ooh, that's ooh, that's scary. It's, it's scary to think about, isn't it? Fuck yeah. Oh, I wonder I was, what's the I weirdest was, thing they found in someone. I'm gonna Google it. The weirdest. Probably that toy car they found in Ryan Dunn's ass. <laughs> they found in someone's body. RIP, left in from surgery. That might be too much of a specific Google. I bet it's glasses, like a doctor's glasses. I'm gonna go ahead and just put that on the table. That's my that's my weird surgery bingo. A retractor? I think that's something it looks, um, it, oh, to open and sit. Damn, oh, that's big God. as fuck. 12 Holy inches. Shit. He left it in an abdomen. I wouldn't think you'd leave something that big. Like, honestly, like, I wasn't even thinking, I was thinking small shit, like a glasses, maybe like a scalpel, like, I don't know. Right? That's fucking scary. Needles? Oh. Oh, that would suck. I'm terrified of needles. I'd be scared of my own leg. They left a needle in there. I'd just be terrified to walk. You probably, do you think you'd be able to walk? Unless, I, I mean, I feel like if it was just like there, not touching yeah. anything, maybe. The, re- 
the reason I had to have surgery on my ankle uh, to begin with, because I had a piece of bone. It was like, like broke off and it was like just moving around in there. And I was able to walk with the bone and I feel like that's denser than a, than a needle, right? Like a syringe. I would think so. So I don't know, maybe. I mean, well, that's like long though, like a needle. So I don't know. Ooh. You know what I was really worried about from surgery is like when they put you under, I was worried they were going to like check out my downstairs and like laugh at me or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was just like, they're going to fuck with me while I'm asleep for sure. Do you think people, do you think they do that? Hell they yeah. like talk shit? Hell yeah. Damn, the doctor, the doctor with the littlest dong in the office, nine times out of ten, when he knocks somebody out, he's lifting up that skirt and be like, see, this dude's this dude's got a small dick too. And everybody in the office, is like, all right, Jerry, we're tired of hearing it. Like, like they place bets on how big they yeah. dick the they think a patient has. They got like a, a little hat like a pool. Right beside the table. <laughs> yeah, and they all just putting dollars in it. I don't know. That always made me uncomfortable. Like when I was at the dentist and I was like, because you know, I had like a lot of dental work done, so I was uh i was always worried like they're gonna put me to sleep and they're just gonna like take a selfie of like all the random shit that could fit in my mouth while i was asleep or something i don't know i was worried they're gonna like take a selfie with me but all the random shit they could like put in my mouth while i was asleep and me not know i don't know like i just that's a little makes, too extreme that's that shit makes me extreme. uncomfortable if you was a dentist somebody's knocked slapped the fuck out you wouldn't just see how much shit you can fit in somebody's mouth while they're asleep no how many different tools, toothbrushes, a fucking thing of floss? I no, don't I, think I would. I'm, let me think what I would do to someone. What kind of job? I, maybe I would give someone a makeover. I'd put makeup on them while they were asleep. Do you leave it on or and like let them wake up all pretty? <laughs> yeah. Or do you or do you like, you got to wipe it off after you're done? Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess if I don't want them to find out, I got to wipe it off. <laughs> maybe they might like it. Like you might make some dude feel so pretty oh shit i don't know that's that's what i worry about though i worry about like what people do to me while i'm asleep i've never i've never thought about that because i feel if i'm asleep and something happens to me asleep i'm not gonna know so fuck it (laughs) yeah but i don't know i don't know i don't know subconsciously they done something to me i'll be like damn my my jaw hurts today what happened you're like you have like this weird fetish for like big utensils You go to get your arm worked on and you're just like, damn, my jaw sore today. What happened? They just seeing what all they can fucking put in there. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my That's god. Just how I'm my trying mind to think works. one of my weird I'm trying to think of like a weird fear like that. Um that I get paranoid about. I mean, I get paranoid in the dark at my in my apartment complex. Or even like walking I mean, through the garage, but I mean that's like a legit fear though. That's a legit fear though. I'm yeah. thinking of something that wouldn't, nothing would happen to me. I'm um, I'm I'm irrationally scared of needles to the point where I don't know like what it's like in Virginia Beach, but uh, we see them in like parking lots and shit in Jacksonville. I would go out of my way to park somewhere else. I won't oh, even. That's yeah. so creepy. That's so scary. Uh, I'm afraid of spiders. Terrified of spiders. My nieces my my youngest niece is like 14 i'll be putting her to work killing spiders around the house i'm like yeah i'm out do it handle it get it, yeah let her get it done shit she'll never ask a man to come over and kill a spider fuck it that's what i'm saying i'm teaching independence at a young age let me tell you from watching all the to catch a predator i've seen creeps are everywhere like, oh i know it oh my it's gosh. fucking scary i feel like we have to worry about it more because like we are parents of girls so it yeah. makes me it makes me fucking sick to think about like that shit just freaks me out, but that's so crazy. 
I tell you, um, this was all over our little local news here, and it might hell you might have seen it too. One of our local pastors just recently got it. Thirty fucking counts of child abuse that started in 1995. And I'm not trying to out too much about the family, but um, I went to school with these kids, and it like it just makes me sick thinking that like they could have went through some shit. And, like, they're such good kids. Like, you'd never fucking know. And I still don't know. I don't know if they were two of the potential 30, but um, it's just crazy. And he was so well-known, like, so respected in the community. And yeah. 30, 30 fucking counts that started back in 1995. Like, it made me fucking sick to think about it. And so what's crazy is my sister and my nieces used to go to that church. And so I had to, I was in this position where I had to like, I was like, all right, girls, like y'all, y'all know what, like y'all have heard. So let's talk about this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, wow. Yeah. And it just, it made me feel so fucking like it made me feel like I was, I was upset. Like I was pissed, but it also made me feel like, um, like just sad that I had to have that conversation with my nieces. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because those are like, that shouldn't even be a thing. Yeah, especially somebody in a position of power like that. Which yeah. this this gynecologist, like he had a position of power. It was in the Navy and he was one of four doctors. Like, you know what I'm saying? Any position of power, you know what I'm saying, can be taken advantage of. So that's just fucking disgusting to me. God, it's so oh, gives yep. me the heebie jeebies. I know, like I try to look up to like the best ways to like teach like younger children, like just how to it to be um not happen. And I, one thing that I really advocate is like teaching the correct names for the yeah. body parts, like the actual names. <clears throat> I think um, I've heard, have you talked about this on a podcast before? Probably. I think I, I probably I think talked I about you, it with another mom. I think, I think I heard you say this before. Yeah. There's no mix up here. Um, there with, was this with one names and shit. with names. Yeah. Because I think there was this one time, one of my friends uh, who works, at a daycare told me about this. One of the kids had said um, something along the lines. Um, it, it's not what it sounds like. Um, I guess like my PP, my daddy's PP touched my PP, but they actually meant um, why, I mean, well, after they did the investigation because they, the daycare people had to report that. Yeah. Um, as they, they should, like, good yeah. For them. And I think what saved him is that they uh, did teach them the real names. So he was talking about, he was talking about the pee, the urine that the dad's urine was in he the, toilet. the same bowl. Yeah. yeah. I, I tell you, so, um, well, like I told you, like, I'm like, my nieces live with me and, and my sister works a lot. So I'm kind of like parenting my nieces too. And the number one thing, like, like it's open. Like my doors open, you can tell me anything. Like I don't, I don't judge, I don't care. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's like no secret. So then there's there's this thing, and uh, and it just drove me crazy. But my mom done it one day, and she done it right in front of me. She was like, "All right," talking to my daughter. She's like, "I'm gonna give you more chocolate milk, but don't tell daddy." And I was like, "No, nah, hold on, hold on." Like oh, we're taking yeah. that. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that at all. And so I told her mom, I was like, "Yo." Like if she's about to come to my house, like you give her something sweet, don't don't use the phrase like don't tell your dad that I gave you this. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't that like that. Just, yeah, snowball into something else. Yeah, and and so she agreed. She was like, "Yeah, I actually seen something about that today." And I was like, "Yo, 
like we're on like we're on the same page good call, dad. Wise. Like, yeah. yeah good call but i just i just don't like that like because it you're right it can snowball and even if it's it, like let's say it's little things i don't want the don't tell dad to be something as is like if it's something <clears throat> she like so technically if she's not she knows she's not supposed to eat sweets yeah. and she and you say you know don't tell dad she, if she knows if she's about to do something she's not sure if she should be doing you know yeah. and or something happens and she's like scared you know to say ever, something i don't ever want it to be a thing where it's like don't tell dad but i smoke yeah. pot or something like that because i was like 15 experimenting with drugs and like i didn't feel like i could pr- tell my parents like anything and um I had like a really bad mix mix with drugs. I almost died. And uh, even afterwards, like I found myself not being fully comfortable telling my parents like everything. And I was like, I want that to never be a thing in my house. Yeah. Like, with same. anything, with drugs, with like whatever it may be, I want you to always be comfortable just coming and telling dad whatever. Cause I mean, I've been around the block. I've seen everything. I've been through everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've kind of been yeah. there, done that for a lot of shit. So tell me, I ain't gonna get mad. We can fix whatever it is. You know what I mean? So that's just my, yeah, that's my viewpoint. We'll, yeah, no, I agree with you too. The talking, like it's the same thing with any kind of relationship. You just got to understand and progress communicate. and communicate. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like the don't tell dad, but I'm going to give you that. Like, no, tell dad. Like, I ain't going to get mad. I mean, I'm going to be like, hey, please don't give her that. But then my daughter, <laughs> my daughter has me wrapped around her little finger. She can be like, can I please have it? And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah, sure. Oh, have, fucking, have a bite of this honey bun that I know is about to just absolutely wreck you. I, I do that, too. I'm a snacker, too, anyway. So I'm just like when she's like, mommy, can I have a snack? I'm like, yeah, girl, get me one, too. I literally done that today. I was like, all right. I was, she wanted a, a star crunch because she seen someone else eat one. And I was like, fuck, here we go. She was like, I want one. I want it. I want it. I was like, all right, grab two. Like, I want one too. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm kind of a pushover, but I'm also, like I said, I don't ever want to be. No, I've seen you. I've seen you and her in the gym on your Instagram. She's like running around the little, um, the punching thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was running around the punching bag. Yeah. I want her, I want her to grow up in the gym like i wanted to i want martial arts to be a huge part of her life because martial arts absolutely saved my life and um mm. so i want martial arts to be a huge part of her life just for like the discipline like the respect part of it um i'm such a pushover i literally give that kid like whatever she wants like and i i love it like being a dad changed my life in like the best way possible i think but i'm such a pushover i'm such a pushover and i think sometimes I'm like what would my dad do in this situation and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to do the opposite of that. Oh, I love that. So I'm definitely a pushover. It depends what it is for being a pushover. Most of the time, I'm just a pushover when it comes to like extra snacks. That's pretty much yeah. it. Now, I ain't going to um, let my kid like, I ain't going to let her like eat honey buns at 1130 at night. Like we have like a strict schedule, you know what I'm saying? But I am a pushover like, all right, have a bite, like whatever. <laughs> she painted my nails the other day. What color did she paint them? pink it's like this washable like kids nail polish she painted uh-huh. it pink and i rocked it for days i was oh, like fuck I it like that. yeah it was cool she done good too to be uh not good <laughs> she, done, <laughs> she done decent she done pretty decent i was like all right well 
Made it on the nail. Oh, I love it though. And she's probably like loving the fact that you're super into it. And then I also love that like you're a guy and you're not like, oh, that's not for dad. You still like, you know, entertain it and like show it off. So I think that's cool too. I tell you, um, watching my brother, like parent, uh, his kid, my niece, and we're surrounded by females. Like not one of us had boys. So like watching Scotty parent first helped me so much because like I'm sure at one point in my life I'd be like, nah, you ain't paying my nails. But seeing Scotty do it and then I don't know, just like watching him be a dad taught me how to be a dad in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. I love I love that motherfucker. (laughs) I'm going to tase him on Friday for my vlog. You're going to tase him? Yeah, I'm just not going to tell him about it. I'm just going to surprise him with it. Where, where will you tase him? Like, you're going to do it in the neck? Like, (laughs) oh no. So, I have this perfect scenario. I'm going to use him uh, for the last little bit of jujitsu. Everybody else is in on the joke, by the way. So, the last little bit of jujitsu, I'm going to show a technique and I'm going to use Scotty to help me demonstrate. Because, oh, because my brother's coming to my MMA class, which is awesome. Um, But so I'm going to be like, hey, I need you to help me. And I'm going to put him in the the most uncomfortable fucking position possible. And I'm just going to pull it out of my pocket and just hit him wherever I can. Because we're we're filming like we're filming 24 seven for like this Patreon. And we're filming for um, for like the YouTube. And so he doesn't know. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to see this. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm going to fuck him up. But I love him. So, you know, it works out. Do you think he's going to sue you? If I was him, I wouldn't. I'm the one in the family that's not afraid to go to jail. So, if my own brother tries to sue me. I'll counter sue his ass. I'll tase myself. What this if we end up on Judge Judy? Yo, would I want to go. Would that be a trip for you? Like having? Yeah, like, I would love yeah. it. I would. I want to be in the audience that day. I'm going to be like in the <laughs> how much background. You it, how much do you think it costs to go on Judge Judy? Like, I'll pay. I think I'll pay the five hundred bucks. Oh, hell yeah! This might be I our big break. It, I think it's free. Um. I honestly have no idea because I'm sure like to get on Maury, they probably pay you to get on, go on Maury. This might be our big break. Shit. Shit. Might be. Me and him get a whole Netflix spinoff TV show. Hell yeah. I would, I would, I'm down. I'm down. I would watch the (laughs) shit out of that. I would, it would be almost like a, almost like, what is it? Like a jackass 2.0. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm down. He's, so watching him be a dad taught me how to be a dad, but watching him how to be a man, um, it taught me a lot about being like a man too. And I've, I've learned. So back in the day, like my brother was like the crazy one. Like, like he was like, Scotty was crazy. Um, like Scotty would do whatever he would party hard. Right. And then he just stopped. So when he had his daughter, he like stopped partying. He like cleaned his shit up. And I was like, yo, that's awesome. But then I started partying like hard. So now that like we're both older and we both have kids, like it's just crazy to me, like growing up with him and seeing him so wild and now seeing him so tame. And he said something to me the other day. He was like, seeing you now is so mind blowing. Considering like just like two years ago, I was like balls to the wall, like party animal. And like having children like changed us, but he's like the best role model I've ever had. So shout out to him. Piece of shit. <laughs> and you're gonna tase him. I'm gonna I'm gonna tase the fuck out of him. Will you tag me in the video or send it Hell to me yeah. so I can post it? <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. I'm literally so I'm I'm going to buy the taser tomorrow, 
And I get to play with it a whole day before I zap his ass. I'm so curious how the taser is going to work. I've been tased before. It's not bad. He'll be all right. Walk it off. Take a salt tablet. Have you that ever been is... tased? No. It ain't that bad. I've had a um, laser tattoo removal. No shit. I, I actually want tattoo removal. How bad does that hurt? It that I feel like it's probably the same as being tased, but it's probably not. It's just like localized. Is it worse than the tattoo? That's yes. the consensus. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oof. It sure is. I, I have a lot to get removed. And I think it depends too, like where on your skin, like mine, I was getting, I'm doing my foot. Oof. So it's like, you know, it's super thin on top, the top of the, uh, the top of the foot and around the ankle. It's like really thin there. So I, yeah, it does not feel good. I got both feet tattooed in one setting. The guy told me he was like, man, because I was working and coaching wrestling. And uh, he was like, man, it's, it's probably going to heal a little rough. You're probably going to have to have a touch up. After feeling that pain, I've been tattooed on like every part of my body. Like that was the worst. Like I'm not getting that shit touched up. That shit is going to go to the grave looking the way it does right now. Yeah, it fucking it's- hurt. You couldn't yeah. pay me to tattoo my feet again. Yeah, fuck that shit. And it's t- worse when you get the t- the laser removal. I commend you. You're my hero. Yeah, it's like a like a really sharp, like a rubber band snap, like a really strong one. But like over and over, or just yeah, over and over. Like, is it really a laser? Like, is it? It's really a laser that does it. You know, I don't know. It breaks down layers of skin. Correct. Or does it break up the actual It breaks down the ink. It breaks down the ink. And okay. what it does is absorbs into your blood system, gets filtered through your body, and then, you know, you pee it out. Yo, you fucking pee black? No, it, it filters oh. through your body. Like, it, like, absorbs. Um, I got a lot of, I got a lot of, like, black tattoos. I was actually kind of pumped. I was like, hell yeah. No, <laughs> That'd be wild if you peed black or whatever, like, your tattoo was. It, you would pee out the color from the laser tattoo removal. Do you remember that movie Role Models with uh, Paul Rudd and um, Stifler from America? Yeah, Pie? I actually like, oh, yeah, I like that movie. Do you remember the beginning when they're drinking all those energy drinks and they start pissing orange? Yes. I drink so much Monster. Every day I'm curious when I'm going to start peeing green. I drink a Did lot you? of energy drinks. No, never, but oh, I'm curious okay. when I'll if, start. If I drink too much coffee, my pee smells like coffee. Mm. Same. Duncan needs to get on their shit. <laughs> i'm trying to see if it's an actual laser because now i'm curious it has to be a laser if they call it a laser i mean i don't know why anybody would lie in the in the medical field touche playa touche oh here we go it is picosecond and nanosecond lasers oh that's the new- just thinking like 10 years elon musk is gonna have a device using those same lasers to cut through people Speaking of Elon Musk, I saw this fucking TikTok video and they were t- the, the guy was uh, referencing how he should do they should autopilot all the Teslas that are in Ukraine to attack Russian soldiers that are attacking that are attacking the city. That'd be kind of fire. You ever see birds flying like a like a flock? They'd just be like staging the Teslas like that, like a big arrow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be, be like cool. a fuck. It'll be fucking cool as fuck. And I feel like, is that possible? Like to do all the autopilots that way from a central computer? I don't know. I'm like a huge Tesla nerd. Like I love Teslas, but I have no idea if you can do that. But if if you can, I wonder how popular Tesla is in Russia. First off, I'm gonna say if there's at least a hundred of them, Elon Musk should uh, probably spend the weekend in the office, see what he can do. You know what I mean? 
Did you see him and Grom split up? Oh, I wonder what happened. That motherfucker's got like eight kids, doesn't he? Does he? I have no idea. Oh, you know what? I think you're actually right because I know he created his own school for them. That's tight. I ain't gonna lie. That's a big dick move. He opened up a private school for his kids. Oh, it's five children. Oh, well, I was, I was off. Oh, no, I'm kidding. There's 15 others that are allowed there, too. I thought you were about to say 15 kids. I was like, damn, big dick moves. There are no grades, and they take an unschooling approach to education. His approach to education is much like his approach to business. Have you ever heard of the, um, like the unlearning that they're doing now? Like you just mentioned the article. Have you ever like looked into it? No, I've, and you know where else I've seen it? On Wife Swap. I actually, I'm not, I don't hate it. I'm not trying to talk shit. I kind of slipped through the cracks of the Virginia education system. Like I'm really smart, but I just never like applied myself because like school and I, I don't mean to like suck my own dick by saying I'm really smart. Like I passed all my classes and I like on a roll, but that kind of like learning just isn't for me. Like I'm more of like a hands-on learner. You know, what's wild. It's very similar to Montessori and like the Waldorf method, which are utilized in some of the the best private schools is this unschooling method, what they're calling it. It's very similar to the learning through play. But no, I like that. I I learn better by like seeing something and then doing it hands on as opposed to like reading Janie had 24 cookies and Eric came up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, it's. It's very similar. Um, they still incorporate other things, but it is very, um, I like it. I think, um, like, I, I'm like a Montessori advocate. I love Montessori and, and, and like any curriculums like that. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to college. Um, so I did and I didn't the first time. So right out of high school, I had a scholarship to, to go wrestle and I got hurt going into the season. And the coach told me he was going to redshirt me and I never showed up the first day of class. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to school if I couldn't wrestle. Like that was the only reason I was there. So then, um, like years later, I I took these online classes. I re-enrolled uh, in like online school, and it's just like it's not for me. But you can yeah. take me on a construction site, and like granted, like I've grown up on construction sites. But you can take me on a construction site and have a foreman work with me for I don't know, let's say like an hour. I learned more in that hour than I ever did in school you know what i mean oh no i know exactly what you're saying so um when i used to teach in hawaii they had this thing called academies so where uh like they would still have to take like math english whatever but then um they would choose like a pathway where they would yeah like a vocation was almost like a vocation or trade you learn like the intro stuff while you're in high school yeah so i thought that was vocational school I'm not trying to like shit on the kids, but there are nine times out of 10, a kid knows if they're going to go to college or not. And yeah, instead of trapping them in certain jobs, why not learn a vocation? Why not take an electrical course or, or hell? Yeah, no, there's definitely like a ro- more than one route. <clears throat> like, no, you don't have to go to college. Definitely for sure. Do a rotation where you do electrical for a month and then the next month you're in brick masonry and in carpentry and auto mechanics, like whatever. But yeah, I'm all for like vocational schools and and alternative learning because the myth that like you have to go to college to be successful is very yeah yeah it's that's it's fucking stupid yeah that that shit was made up by fucking people <laughs> by by deans of colleges. Yeah. And then the people that make you make the money from the colleges. 
It's a fucking government, right? Because the federal mm-hmm. student loans. Yeah. See, it's yeah. a fucking scam. Now, I'm not saying all college is a scam because there's. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And- I, I agree. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. But <laughs> yeah. like the basic institutional level, like, yeah, you know, we we fucking take out loans to go to college to get a job to pay the loans you know, back. In a profession, most people don't even like. Yeah. Like I have like an eclectic educational background and like what I'm doing now has nothing to do with what I went to school for. Same. Like at all. Like it was like a complete waste of money or time or maybe not because there was a lot of experiences in there. You know what I mean? That's what I was just about to say. I like to think that no time is ever wasted if you're experiencing something. I like to think of things on like a spectrum and the spectrum would be like love or sex and then um, like actual knowledge and then good and bad. Right. And so mm-hmm. if, if an experience lines up on that, that's not time wasted. Even like bad experiences are sometimes good. Cause like, you know, people need a bad experience to like show them how tough they are. I think Agreed. A, lot of, a lot of people don't realize how, how strong they are, how smart they are until they're put in a situation where they have to use it. And then they're like, oh, you know what? I'm better than I think I am, I guess. Or maybe that's what it was for me, but. No, I know that's no, I think you're absolutely right. <clears throat> I think, you know, everyone that good hits, you know, when you feel like you hit rock bottom and you're like, fuck, but then gets better. And then you're just like, yeah, I'm that you know bitch. You know who's getting a great experience by learning something the bad way is fucking Russia because <laughs> what I've been seeing, they're getting their shit pushed in. Yeah. Did you hear? Okay. So two, two little things that I, or no, three things that I um, recently saw uh, when I was like checking the news about it. Um, one, so these, I guess like the Russian soldiers are running out of supplies. So they're having like, they're like asking people to feed them and house them. This fucking woman locked them up in her side of one of her part of her home and burnt her fucking house down. Holy shit. That's the ultimate gangster move. Right. It was a grandma. Um, Hold on. Let me think. What was the other one? Well, Chris is thinking you guys should go subscribe to the good milf <laughs> on Apple podcast. Leave a review. What's... Five stars only. Yeah. Duh. Um, what was the fucking other one? Oh, did you find it on Instagram? Uh, was it from from the account War Diaries Ukraine? Because I've been seeing a lot of Russians get captured, and the Ukrainians are making them FaceTime and call their parents. Yeah, like I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I've that's exactly the, what it is. There was like a bunch of Russian soldiers with like their faces blown through, um, which is I know that's like very graphic, but like that War Diaries Ukraine page for anybody that's like wanting. For anybody that's like, oh, I think we should go over and go to war. Go look at that fucking Instagram, and no, you will definitely. Wild. We, you, you, we can. We're watching the war in real time. I subscribe to a YouTube that's just traffic cams showing me the fucking the war. I talked about this last episode how um, it's just like crazy. Like, there's no way for the media to kind of like move the pendulum any which way on this because if you really want to know what's happening you can find it yeah in like live footage i think that's what's so different between uh the war that we went to with iraq and and then like this war or 
you know, Afghanistan, the Middle East, the war we went to in the Middle East was we weren't seeing everything in real time the way we are yeah. now. And so now you're actually seeing like the perils of war in real time. It like it's fucking scary. Yeah, War Diary Ukraine is the name of it. And um they are it's sensitive content, and then you can see why and it'll explain why, or you can see the video. Most of these videos are 21 and up with a um a sensor, like a an actual warning on the video. But the most recent post was four hours ago. And it's uh Kiev being bombed four hours ago. And I mean it's it's absolutely fucking insane. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it with my shitty uh camera. You see that? Oh wow. It's fucking insane. And this is literally a live feed to a war. And I know there's like a lot of Americans right now that are like, oh, send us over. Let's let's go over and sort it out. No. Bro. No. This is real life shit. Yeah. This isn't this isn't your fucking um this isn't a Steven Spielberg movie or your fucking Game of Thrones. This is it's real shit and it's scary. Um, but the Ukrainians, I'm with the Ukrainians and uh, they're whooping the fuck out of the Russians from what I can see. You're a fan of the fight community. Have you seen all the Ukrainian boxers that are uh, putting on the uniform? And and I know you posted the thing about yeah. the Ukrainian president. That the took president is, you know, the president used to be a comedian. I seen he was on the fucking he won Dancing with the Stars too. That's yeah, he won Dancing with the Stars. He was a comedian and he actually was an actor and he played a teacher that became president. By by the rant that went viral or whatever. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, whoa, that's wild. The Ukrainian president, they asked him, they said, Would you like a ride out? And he said, No, bring a ride in with more ammo. I was like, fuck. Right. This means business. Yeah, and then he was posting, he like did a fucking selfie, fucking live video, live video on Instagram or whatever the fuck it was. He did a live video in in the Capitol. Like, we're here, motherfuckers. We ain't leaving. So crazy. I have, because uh, I've always had a respect for the Ukrainian fighters, because, you know, Klitschko brothers, Vasily Lomachenko. Um, but I have a newfound respect for the Ukrainian people. They're doing the same thing the Canadians are. I don't know if you've been keeping up with what's happening with the the Canadians and the the um, the truckers, the protesters, the gas. Uh, yes, protesters. I did see that. They didn't they was it was a uh, emergency state of emergency or something? But then they just canceled that. They just shut down all the protesters' bank accounts too, so all their money's frozen. Um, the only thing that the Ukrainian people too. So the only thing that Ukrainian people and Canadians have right now is, is crypto. Yes, I've seen that, which is insane. It's the worst case scenario commercial for why decentralized fucking currency is the way to go. To at least have a little bit up in that motherfucker. Are you still hobbling? You still going to the moon? Oh, uh, a little bit, just a little bit, just yeah, a little same. bit. I, I put a little same. bit every, and a little bit every time. Like whenever I got a little extra cash, I'll throw a little in there. You know, I sold enough crypto to fund two moves back to back. I've moved to Michigan and then moved from Michigan to Virginia. So I remember crypto, you told I mean, me you wanted a Tesla. I do want a Tesla still. I'm I'm gonna fight four times this year, rack up the money. I'm gonna take my daughter on vacation and then I'm gonna buy a fucking Tesla. Hell yeah. Where are y'all gonna go on vacation? Yeah, I'm gonna take her to Disney World. She went to, oh, uh, went I to love Disney it. Springs. I know I want to go to Disney. We went to Disney Springs and it was not bad. Um, but she was really, really small when we took her. She was really small, too small to like really enjoy it now. She's like at that age where like she understands she like, clubhouse yeah. and yeah she's gonna go ape shit 
Oh, that's going to be so cool. I know I want to take uh, my daughter to Disney too. You're just growing like a weed. Holy shit. Oh, I know. She's getting so fucking big. Can you believe we're the old people now? I know. It's so weird. You know, but I don't feel old. Like, I feel like I'm like 25. I <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I'm not In my brain, I... I feel like I'm 25. My body feels older, but my brain feels like I'm 25. I cannot believe that like in most public scenarios somebody is going to look at you or they're going to look at me and they're going to be like that guy is the adult in the room <laughs> like i thought about it the other day my daughter literally looks up to me as if i know the answers to the fucking universe and i don't know shit you know how scary that is i mean you do because like your parents too fucking crazy we're like we're in charge yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's wild that made that, um, I was thinking about this before too, about how, like when we were little, like our parents didn't know shit about fuck either probably. Oh yeah. No. And then they didn't even have internet back then. So like, what the fuck was really going on? I came to the conclusion the other day, I wasn't hugged enough as a child. Like my parents didn't know shit. That's mine too. But no, like you're right. Like our parents didn't know shit. Their parents didn't know shit. And now we're in this position. Like we don't know shit. We got the internet though. We can figure it out. I think via the internet, we broke the fourth wall of acknowledging we don't know shit. Touche, because in reality, you, any, any parenting advice, we'd ask our own parents or other parents. Yeah. But we don't have to do that. We can just look up the answers ourselves. And I like yeah. being able to do that. I don't like WebMD, but I do like Google. And like, I'm in a dad's group on Facebook. I'm always going to die. I'm always dying on WebMD. I'm like, fuck. I I broke my foot. I broke my foot a couple months ago. And uh, so I broke my foot and I was Googling like just how to get in a fucking good position. I almost guarantee WebMD was like, if you hold your foot up above your head, you're going to die. And I was like, fuck, dude, like. It's a fucking broke foot. It's too far from my heart to kill me. But fucking WebMD says, no, sir. You about to yeah. croak. Yeah, they, I, they, they fucking scare you, force you to go see your doctor. I'm like, God really, damn it. Now I got to go. Have you ever thought about that? They always say to seek medical advice. And I genuinely think they up the like the stakes a little bit. So you're forced to go to the doctor. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that's what I just. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that makes oh, yeah, perfect you just said sense. That. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had this I moment like, a minute well, you were just like some, you were just like summarizing it and like, you know, uh, saying it a different way. It's fine. I had a moment ago where I was like, damn, I really got to stop smoking this shit because it's fucking. <laughs> the weed I have now is very like keefy and um, it makes me anxious, honestly. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's Dude, really I weird. smoked a fat ass bowl. Well, yeah, I told you. I smoked it and I put yeah. all the fucking keef on that motherfucker. This is like straight. I'll show you when we get done. It's straight covered in keef in the bag. And it's not <laughs> a very small bag at all. So oh wow. It's terrible for me though. <laughs> but I was like, damn, I'm really hot right now. And I'm just talking about Ukraine and Russia. I know. Well, I mean, I'm, what the fuck? I'm like, somebody's news. Even the <laughs> even the <laughs> I don't know if this joke is gonna hit as hard as I think it's gonna. You remember a couple of years ago, whenever gay people weren't allowed in the military? Yeah. I'd be sucking dick in the recruiter office right now to go home. If I knew I was like, if we were about to go to war with Russia, like I'd be like, yeah, whip it out, dog. Like, cause it's fucking cold. Like I like the cold, you know, I was in Michigan, Virginia. Like, Yo, you know, I never thought shit. about that. Russia and Ukraine, probably hella fucking cold. I wonder what's weather like right there right now. If they do a mutual battleground in like Africa or like South America, I'd be like, all right, whatever. 
but Russia, uh, it's, the, it's 33 degrees in Kiev, Ukraine. Yeah, no, that's that's I'm I'm sucking a dick to get out of that with snow showers. I love the snow, though. It's so pretty. But yeah, that Siberian cold is just it's different. Fuck that shit. Oh, <laughs> and I read that this is a conspiracy theory. It might have something to do with some kind of um, natural element in Ukraine for like some kind of the chips in like electronics. And it's only Ukraine, Russia and China supposedly that have this element like that side of the world. Yeah, like that side of the world. And they're trying to, I guess, get a monopoly on it. If you're into conspiracies, I was told one the other day that. If you look at Putin's face, he's like a lot chunkier than usual, I guess. And they're saying he has this rare type of cancer and he's going fucking senile. Have you heard this? No. Somebody told me. And I don't know how true it was. They watched the TikTok. You know, that's how it always starts. Is somebody watched the fucking TikTok and now here we are, you know, Channel 5 News. We're, we're breaking fucking story. But yeah, somebody said that Putin has like a... Are you reading it right now? Yeah, it says um, is alleged to have cancer and underwent... Um, it says alleged to have cancer and underwent surgery, emergency surgery in February 2020. It was an abdominal Which- cancer... You know, when I was growing up, they used to rope uh, Putin and like Hitler in the same boat. And now I'm like Khabib's taking photos of Putin. He's also they're saying he's allegedly suffering from Parkinson's. I had a really good mix in a margarita joke, but I'm just going to I'm going to dip out on that. But like it makes sense, like in a way that something neurologically is wrong with him. And that's why he's being so aggressive. Unhinged. Yeah, unhinged. That's a perfect word, unhinged. Yeah, but I also seen this other this other thing, and and I almost kind of like agree with it. And I talked about it on my podcast, but uh, like Trump was like a fucking like an egomaniac, mm-hmm. and and at the end of the day, like Putin's an egomaniac too. And I feel like they had this weird amount of respect for each other. Like that respect isn't there anymore. And now I think, oh yeah, because Trump wishes he was a dictator. Well, I, I think they just had this certain amount of respect where they weren't going to try each other. And now that Trump's not in uh, office, you know, Trudeau's running for the fucking hills in Canada. I just feel like Putin thought this was like the perfect time to start raining fucking hell. You know what I mean? Does that kind of make sense or no? Yeah, but I mean, it, he can't go past Ukraine. I'm saying I think he might. I don't think Ukraine's going to be the end of it. I mean, they might not have any soldiers left after this. But if if they do, I would imagine Ukraine's only the beginning of what Putin's going to do. But I have a few. I feel like the soldiers <clears throat> are, will probably walk away from it. Not walk away, but like the Russian ones, they'll kind of surrender in a sense and then so the only thing after that would be if there was you know god forbid i don't even want to say it out loud can you believe we was in a nuclear war with these motherfuckers or uh sorry a cold war with these motherfuckers like after seeing what's happening with russia versus ukraine i'm 100 without a doubt convinced they were never going to put anything on the moon we shot that fake moon landing video for nothing You know what I'm saying? You know, have you seen American Horror Story? The oh, latest yeah. one with the, the vampires uh, and the... Or, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. The, the aliens yeah, and the fake moon hard. landings one. Yeah, that one was that was a good one. That was a good uh, That was a good episode. Uh, good season if you're, or whatever If you're into conspiracies... Okay. I love... I love... Um, hearing thing new are you into jfk conspiracies i don't really actually know too much about jfk the conspiracy behind him there there is an incredible 
incredible podcast on Joe Rogan. I can't remember the fucking dude's name, but he has wrote a couple books about JFK and he also directed this TV show about him. I'm bringing it up right now so I can tell you because it's a fucking crazy ass episode. Uh, episode 1759 of Joe Rogan, Oliver Stone. He directed uh, Platoon or he screen wrote for Platoon, JFK and a movie called Wall Street. And he has a new show on uh, Showtime called JFK Revisited through the looking glass. And so what this guy is trying to say is that JFK was essentially uh, the only politician in America that wanted like peace and everybody else wanted to go to war. And that apparently JFK, so this is like accurate, JFK shut down the fucking CIA and then they started operating without his orders. Oh, I'm watching this. Pretty much, yeah. So essentially that was the reason they offed him because they needed the cia to do undercover sleazy shit and this I mean, dude I makes it sound it past the government i mean this, this guy makes it sound so crazy and i mean george bush did 9-11 so i mean so they tried to say the russian mafia was behind the hit of jfk's what they're trying to say because they wanted to go to war with russia for god only knows what and jfk didn't want that he wanted like peace among nations and so Essentially, they had him murdered. So his VP, um, fuck, who was his VP? Lyndon was, Johnson. Lyndon Johnson, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was more Ooh, of a puppet. I'm going to watch this. That one looks Super good. good. It's 1759 on Joe Rogan. Super good. I binge watched it. Like, I literally watched it all in one sitting, and then I sent it to all my friends. I was like, oh, you got to see this bullshit. Oh, so here's another thing. The autopsy that was done of jfk after he died they fired the initial what is that a mortuary i guess or whoever does all the time they fired the initial guy and hired one in that the cia got to pick and the leader of the cia laughed and smoked a cigar in the room jfk was being autopsied in yes so that's like a fact i can't remember that fellow's name but yeah he smoked a cigar and like laughed almost like celebrating Ugh. And they said the brain didn't line up like the brain that was there for the autopsy wasn't the actual brain because uh, it had been decomposed for like two weeks or some shit. I, um, yeah, I, I believe I believe that shit, all that shit. I mean, look what they did. Here, I'm look what they did to Harambe on American Horror Story. The new season, my favorite thing is how they kind of like they killed JFK and Marilyn Monroe because of the CIA shit. Did you pick up on that? Yes, but I always Crazy. knew that was a um, conspiracy theory because I've read a, I read all the Marilyn Monroe conspiracy theories. Oh, I have too. Yeah, I'm and super then into I, it. I guess the one that I'm thinking of is actually a conspiracy theory. There was some somebody got assassinated, and some government agency was found guilty of some kind of being part of it. And I can't fucking find it on the internet. That's my they problem. Move fast. Yeah, I know. Look at that shit. They're trying to censor the good bullshit. We need to. We need to end. We need to end this episode. I got to edit it before they fucking come find me. I, I think I felt a laser on me a second ago through the window. Maybe we should. Maybe that was. Remember, you got electrocuted earlier. Oh shit! Yeah, yo, I actually did see something like flash in like the corner of my eye, and I honestly, I was like, am I tripping right now? Like, but yeah, I think it might have been where I got zapped. What? Instant karma, ain't that? Ain't that about a bitch? Now I feel like I feel like this is one of those things where it's like uh, we need to like put tape over our mirrors or um, you don't do that already. No, just kidding. <laughs> now I think I will. But have you ever seen I, Snowden the movie? Yeah, I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Oh yeah, so FBI involvement in cover up of Malcolm X assassination. So it was Malcolm X, not Martin. What? Luther. 
I did know that actually. I'm, did you? Um, yeah, yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh fuck, I knew that." Yeah. NYPD and FBI withhold evidence. Withhold evidence that would have likely led to an acquittal. Yeah, that's um, that's what I thought it was. Like they didn't, they didn't turn over evidence. Yeah, because it was their fucking guy. You know, like when you actually sit down and think about like how seedy everything must be. Because, like, on one hand, people are like, oh, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist. But then you're like, you think these people are just, like, out to help you? You know what I mean? Have you ever heard of the human litmus test? No, what is that? It's essentially, it's this train of thought that in an empty parking lot, right, you push, let's say you're done shopping, you push your buggy out to your car, you load your vehicle. What do you do? Do you put the buggy back or do you leave it in the spot beside your car because the parking lot's empty? That's the human litmus test. So... A good Samaritan would put the shopping cart back, no matter if there was people in the parking lot or not. And those are the people that would thrive in a non-authoritarian society. So without like an overlord president, Mm -hmm. et cetera, those people would thrive. The people that leave the buggies are the people that have to have that structure. And so when you think about it, like how how do politicians get to the, the position they're in? Right. They go to school and then what you essentially break your neck on the job. Right. It's you all networking. One, it is all networking. And nine times out of 10, most politicians have something you disagree with, whether it was their own idea or whether it was to get into the position of power. So you got to wonder how many of these politicians would pass the human litmus test. I would guarantee 99% of them leave the shopping cart beside their car in the parking spot and just wait for somebody else, like the buggy boy or the cart boy, whatever, to go get it. They need something to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. You, like, that makes sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's a whole thing. Like, um, what is it called? Like doing the right thing when no one's looking. Yeah. And I think that like to get to the positions of power, they've done a lot of shit that they think nobody's seen, I guess. Like you can take the CIA versus JFK, for example, right? Whether you're with me and you're like, oh, yeah, the CIA done it. Or you're like, oh, yeah, what was that fucking guy's name? Jack Ruby or whatever. Yeah, Jack Ruby shot him. I'm not really I'm not really buying that. Like, why would Jack Ruby? Was that the guy's name? I'm pretty sure. That's the oh, I don't know. I don't even know. Or maybe I... he had three names. Actually, I think Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. So. Lee Harvey Oswald, you mean to tell me disagrees with somebody's ideas enough that they want to fucking shoot this person? Like, it's just hard. For, I mean, it's not hard for me to believe, but it is hard for me to believe. Yeah. What's, like, what's easier to believe? It's, yeah. What's easier to believe is there's an agenda to be followed. He was, um, Lee, this is a fun fact. Lee Harvey Oswald. Let me double check this and make sure maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was a different guy. One of the guys that assassinated one of the presidents was stationed at the base I lived on in Japan. Who was that fellow that shot Lincoln? He had three names as well. I'm pretty sure Lee Harvey Oswald and that dude. John Wilkes Booth. I'm pretty sure they have the same amount of letters in each name. Conspiracy? We about to find out, ain't we? There's a whole ass urban legend about Lincoln and Kennedy. Yeah. Because they wanted essentially the same shit. And both both uh, Lincoln and Kennedy have seven letters in their last name. Look at this. Look Civil at rights. this. I just sent it to you. I didn't count it, but just, you know, just 
my dyslexic little eyes looks looks like it lines up that's sketchy isn't it now i feel like tonight i'm going into a rabbit hole of um conspiracy theories i can't wait i'm so excited i'm gonna youtube the last time the last time we had a conversation recorded was the pink eye productions two-parter when i was an alcoholic so i feel like your fans have got me at my worst and now they're getting me at my best but they're probably like oh this is actually somewhat worse than that because this dude's <laughs> an asshole to meth heads he's gonna tase his own brother and he's a conspiracy theorist and he made that and also joke. And, and also an mma coach mma fighter and podcaster yeah i do stuff where can we find you doing stuff What's your socials? Oh, yeah. And you have a vlog now. I do have a vlog. Yeah. I don't know. I, so just go to my Instagram. It's uh, at Thomas Josh, J A W W S H, and hit the link in the bio. My new podcast, Homegrown, is I think the very first link in my YouTube uh, vlog is like the second one. I co host another podcast called the Dark Arts Podcast, uh, which is like super fun. Uh, me and Alicia host that one weekly, but we've not done one this week. Um, and I also have a Patreon. So if you guys are interested, you can actually train with Alicia and I remotely. Uh, we have lessons up right now and a gold club tier or something you can sign up for. We'll send you like a free shirt and uh, you get all the behind the scenes stuff. That's fucking so, yeah. dope. So if I go on Patreon and uh, sign up and subscribe, I can train with you guys virtually. Yep. That is super dope. We're, we're uploading cool. lessons. We're uploading lessons now. I think we have three videos on. We're uploading. Do two I need more. to have any supplies? Um, I would prefer like boxing gloves, but mm-hmm. it's essentially you can do it from your home with whatever. And a lot of it's grappling too. So if you have a friend that wants to kind of maybe ease into jujitsu, but you don't want to be the people in class that don't know anything, because that's like an actual thing. Uh, people are like nervous to go and just not know stuff can watch these videos you and your buddy can do jujitsu in your living room and then after you guys have done a couple online classes go sign up in person at your local gym that's actually really cool i think that's super neat and also um you could probably learn some good moves absolutely especially with the grappling i feel like this there'll be a big hit on um like a guy's night maybe or a barbecue night maybe yeah absolutely bachelor parties too just beat the fuck out of the, the groom <laughs> <laughs> I almost said I almost said the bride, but I meant the groom. Uh yeah, beat the shit out of the groom before he gets married. Cause yeah, but no, it's so like my whole goal. I don't mean to like ramble on here at the end. My whole goal is to get more people in martial arts. I don't think it's gonna hurt. I've, I've been wanting me and Lucy. I want me and Lucy to do it. Like if there's like a family thing, like a easy, a easy, like you know, because she's only Same. like three. Send me your zip code and I'll find like a good gym in your area and send it to you. So you can oh go. yeah. That's actually a great idea. Cause I did, I did look and you know, it's like, they just tell you the same things and you read the yeah. reviews and you don't really know what they're looking for. Oh, perfect. Uh, Thanks. I have, I have a friend. Uh, he trains out of Virginia beach, I think, or somewhere around there, but that's like just a straight box. Gym. But yeah, send me your zip code and I'll find you like a cool gym, but Everybody go follow me on Instagram, check out my podcast, check out my vlog, check out my Patreon, and um, subscribe to The Good Milf and give her a five-star review. Subscribe to Dark Arts, Homegrown. Uh, what are the other ones? Weekly Forecasts? Oh, we, we don't the do the weekly one? anymore. But is it still up there though, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. still up there. You can still go listen to the backlog of episodes of uh, me and my brother. And the takedown. There was another I've interviewed one. Krista. Takedown. Yeah, the takedown. Yep. Hello. I've interviewed you multiple times. It's always been fun. So you gotta you gotta subscribe on all four of those and rate it five plus stars. Does Spotify do it? Does Spotify rate? I actually have no idea, but Homegrown is no only idea. on Spotify. It's a Spotify exclusive. So Ooh, fancy. But thank you, Josh. You gave me a lot here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. No, do you guys ever plan on coming out to Virginia Beach on vacay? Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I'm you. actually setting up seminars at different gyms, so I'll start looking that way. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let me know. Gang, gang. You've been listening to the Good Milf Podcast. Join us every Monday as Krista talks shit and gives free advice based on firsthand experiences and scientific research. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and follow us on all platforms. Visit www.thegoodmilf.com for our latest updates and merch.